Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. And before we get into any of the game recap, we want to send a prayer out to Miles Garrett. Uh, I think everybody heard about his accident um, on Monday. And we are so thankful that nothing bad happened to him or his passenger. That is a very scary situation. And with the weather in Cleveland, it's just a scary situation for everybody. Um, I think it's bigger than football. If he doesn't play, who cares? We are thankful that he is alive. We are thankful that no serious injuries were sustained. Um, and we we all have to have to pray and make sure that nothing like this happens to ourselves or any of our loved ones. So um, we're wishing Miles the best. Very thankful that he walked out of that. He was able to walk out of that. And man, that's just, that's something that's really scary. And None of us want to ever, ever be put in that situation. Um, but as we look at Thursday's game versus the Steelers, I think we played a really good game. Um, Miles was was kind of absent from that game a little bit in terms of sack numbers, but he was very efficient at going after the quarterback. He was winning a decent amount of his matchups. He he kind of shoved over that left tackle a decent amount of times and made Mitchell Trubisky rethink some of his throws and, and definitely impacted how he played in that game. Um, but, you know, the defense showed up a little bit in the second half, which is definitely what they needed. They looked a little lackluster in the first half. Denzel seemed to still be in his head a little bit, but he definitely got it together. Um, Martin Emerson allowed a big play to George Pickens, but what can you do against that? That was one of the all-time great catches that we will see um, on that stage. And it was automatically compared to Odell's catch. I think that was very deserved. So not much you can do there, but um, all around uh, a really good game from that defense on Thursday. Yeah, but let me, before I get into football, let me say um, I'm thankful that nothing happened to Miles that and, and his passenger as well. It could have been much worse. Um, because of the rollover and all that. Um, I'm also glad that they said uh, there was no impairment, you know, because automatically that's what people assume when when car accidents like this occur, especially like in the daytime where somebody was doing something reckless. But I'm, I'm glad that, that that is not the case. And, and, you know, like you said, you never know what's, what's going to happen. You don't know if he's going to play this week. Who really cares because it's more about life and, 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 and happiness than, than football. And so when he gets himself uh, mentally ready to play, then that's when he comes back and, 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 and plays. And so until then, everyone has to hold it down for him. And now, now going to the game, I, I thought it was a good game. You know, I, I, it, 
people don't like to lose at all. And, and the Jets victory was a, was a bad loss. But I still say it's one of those losses that is for the good because it gave them the opportunity to have a team only meeting and refocus, you know, because they didn't take it for granted knowing that they had a short week going into Pittsburgh, a division game. So that gave them, that made it a little easier for them to, to refocus and get prepared for a, a divisional opponent. And, and they went out there and, and, and played good football. They held Najee Harris to 56 yards. Like you said, George Pickens, uh, catch, what can you do about that? That was, that was a, a, a great catch. But for the most part, they held everyone in check. Jacoby played well. Mari played well. Joku played well on offense. Um, uh, sometimes the defense, they still look a little lost to me at, at times. But I think we, we have time, especially with this mini, mini buy, to, to get that taken care of. Right, we we're 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 a good team, and and, and I think we're trending in the the right direction at the right time. Because because what I'm uh, most excited about is the play of Jacoby Brissett. You know, everybody was talking about we can't do it with Jacoby. We should have kept Baker. We should have uh, traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. What have you? I was I wasn't one of those. I felt like Jacoby could come in and, and do a good job, and thank goodness he is. And he's only going to get better. That first game against Carolina was something because he hadn't played. But now that he's playing in this offense, Stefanski's opening it up as we see. That's why Amari's getting open, running all across the field. He's opening it up more because he trusts Jacoby to make the right decision. He trusts him to lead this team, and so that's what I'm excited about moving forward. We have. Uh, a very winnable game coming up. And so we need, to, we need to take this opportunity, not only to just win the game, but to try to get better. And I, and I think that's what these, these, these long weeks give you. For sure. And uh, you talk about Jacoby not really getting the playing time and coming out a little shaky week one. Uh, he got first team reps very late in the training camp. Deshaun Watson was taking a lot of the first team reps. Uh, which honestly, I think we all thought he kind of needed, he needed to go back out there and be in a makes sense. Yes. Yep, for sure. So when Jacoby finally got into the first team, he, he did start off shaky in training camp too, but he's always been that leader who's, he, he's been talking to the young guys. He's been telling them what they should be doing and here is how he can help them. And that was certainly evident in, in week two. He played a great game against the Jets. It was evident on Thursday night. Um, but yeah, that, that week one game was just a little shaky and he didn't even play a terrible game that game. Uh, he just didn't, you know, really put us over the top, but there were some issues on defense that they didn't really help him out either. Uh, but I am very impressed with Jacoby. He posted a 92.3 PFF grade, which was one of the highest, if not the highest offensive grade uh, throughout week three, which is very, very impressive. Amari Cooper was fantastic. I think Jerry Jones was definitely watching that game and he was, he was upset with himself, but then he came out in his press conference and said, well, we were paying him too much. Well, now you see why you were paying him so much in the first place. He is a very good player. And I, I do like that he was able to adapt to this quote unquote dumbed down scheme uh, as opposed to what they were running in Dallas. There's 
less of the bigger plays, but when there are the bigger plays, he's capable of making them. And if he just needs to slow it down a little bit, he was running a lot of slants. So what? He he produced there, and Jacoby was definitely feeding off of that. And we talked about some tight end usage. We wanted Njoku and Harrison Bryant to be used a little bit more. Uh, Njoku had nine receptions for about 80, 89 yards, I believe. Mm-hmm. He was definitely a factor there. And Harrison Bryant wasn't as uh, productive as we would have wanted, but he went out for a little bit with, with an injury. He came back in and he, he uh, produced a little bit. So if we talk about the offense, there's not a lot of target share going on right now between Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell, uh, Anthony Schwartz, Demetric Felton, all of those players, which I don't want to say I expected because with that many players, you would kind of think there's going to be a lot of options that we can run there and they weren't really utilized. And I believe uh, Amari Cooper is taking up 33% of that target share. So there is um, a lot of targets being thrown his way, but do you think there isn't at some point we need to start including them in, you know, this offense, or do we think we can win with what we're doing right now? It's just a, I attribute it to we have a, a good receiver, we have a good tight end, we have two good running backs that we know should have the ball, right? So that in itself, when we're talking about maybe 60 plays, and, and that in itself, trying to make everyone happy is hard to do, right? So although you have those other guys who can make plays, and they want the ball as well, everyone's not going to get those opportunities, right? For those guys who aren't the number ones, it's, you, have to, you have to take advantage of the opportunity when you get it. There might be a day when they say, okay, we're going to take Amari Cooper away and David Njoku away in the passing game. Now, DPJ, you have to make those plays. Now, Harrison Brown, you have to make those plays. And then if you don't do it then, then you can't complain if you're not getting the ball, right? Because that's, that's just the nature of the beast. The best players are going to get the ball. And, and, and you, the, the guys who are the backup guys need, just need to be ready. The, the, the second and third option, they need to be ready when they get those opportunities. When Stefanski calls your number, you got to go out there and make the play. So to give him a reason to want to get you the ball, to give you some plays. Because once again, when it's all said and done, we're a run first team. So Nick Chubb needs to have the ball. That's, that's 20 times right there, right? Now we're talking about Kareem. He's plus 10 if you're talking run and catches. So we're over 30, and we're talking about averaging 60 plays a game, mm-hmm. right? Who's going to get all those other touches? Do we want that evenly dispersed? Or we want to give it to our best players and give us the best opportunity to win football games. I'll go with the latter. <laughs> give it to your best players and win football games. And that's what I think Stefanski's done a good job of doing thus far. In the first game, Amari and Joku didn't have that many targets. They didn't, they didn't have the ball that much. But now, moving forward, trying to get trying to uh, get better, they have to have the ball. And that's why we're producing more offense, right? And so that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking to the looking forward to the creativity moving forward because there's so many things that you can do with all these players. 
It's a matter of keeping some people happy, moving the chains, and winning football games. It doesn't if you if you're making everyone happy, you're not winning football games. What the hell? What the hell difference does it make? But if you got somebody disappointed, but you're still winning football games, it's okay if that one person is disappointed. Just win football games. That's what we're all about. We want to win football games, and we and I and I think with this offense and the, and the line getting better, we we have a, we have a great opportunity. For sure, I I definitely think we could open up uh, a lot of players this week against the Falcons. I would like to see Donovan Peoples-Jones kind of show what he can do as a number two. Um, it's going to come to a point where. I don't want to say Amari Cooper is going to get figured out, but we can't just keep, you know, throwing it his way all game. So having Donovan step up as a true number two, which we have seen him do, is going to be crucial for this offense going forward. Um, we go into into week five, then you got you got the Chargers, you have the Patriots, you're going to start facing the Ravens, the Bengals, the Bucks, those type of teams. We are going to need that volume on offense to, I don't even want to say confused, but we just got to keep producing and just targeting one receiver isn't going to help. Now the run game we have, I, I don't, it definitely didn't stall on Thursday. It was, it was predominant Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. were getting a, a good rotation in there in the second quarter for a little bit, which I think we need to see a little more of Kareem didn't have, a ton of explosiveness there, but he was getting those those ten yard runs um, occasionally. And if we can just keep keep racking that up, keep racking that up, then we don't necessarily need to worry about making people happy, as you say, and really focusing on on that run game, which we have done so well. Um, and that offensive line, I think, with Jack Conklin back, Jedrick Wills being healthy we have kind of seen an improvement in that run game and that's even hard to say an improvement, but they have been allowing these running backs to get five and a half, almost six yards a carry, which is very, very impressive. And Bill Callahan has just done a phenomenal job with those guys up front. And if we can just keep hammering that home, that's going to be really scary going forward. So if we can keep hammering home on that run game with, with that line and these two backs, how the hell are we gonna throw it? <laughs> we, we don't need to. We don't need to go out there and throw it 30 and 40 times, right? Because we're doing a great job in in the run game. Like I said, you guys just have to be prepared when that when the opportunity is given to them. And, and I and I think they will be. I mean, we we have seen that DPJ can be a number one. He was number one in the first game, right? He was he was the guy in the first game, made a lot of big plays. I'd like to see a lot more separation mm -hmm. when he's running these routes. Because he's not getting much separation, so it makes it hard, and especially when you have when you have a, a, a quarterback like Jacoby Brissett, who's not a gunslinger, right? So if you don't have any separation, he's probably not going to take that chance a lot of times mm -hmm. because he he does not want to turn the ball over. Which is I'm not mad at. Him. If you have a gunslinger, if you have a Deshaun Watson back there, he'll take that chance because the the arm is better. He knows he can get it in there, and that's okay. I mean, because we are who we are. Players are just different. And so in order for DPJ to get a lot of these passes that he would probably like from Jacoby Brissett, he better get some separation. 
because that that makes it easier on the quarterback. It looks easier when he's looking at it at full speed. And so, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not beating down on DPJ. I'm just saying that's what we need to work on because that when these get these uh, when you get in the brunt of this season against those teams that you just mentioned, it's gonna get tougher. It's gonna get a lot tougher, and it's gonna get colder. And it's going to be rainy and it's going to be windy and the field's not going to be so, so advantageous. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out how to get some separation if you want the ball. And I mean, that has to do with uh, play calling and scheme, but it has to do with a lot with the player beating the DB at the line of scrimmage and, and being able to run his route as well. And so, I mean, we have time to get better this week. I mean, like you said, you hope maybe Atlanta game is one of those games with, DPJ can break out again. Hopefully he can. I'd like to see it be a blowout and we just run the ball so it's a fast game. But but hopefully in, in, in the passing game, we can we can do some things. We can we can change some things. We can explore some things moving forward so we can try to advance this offense. Yeah, and I don't want to jinx us a little uh that much because I said the same thing in the Jets game that we saw what happened. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Right now, I kind of like the idea of Donovan Peoples-Jones just being a possession receiver. And in training camp, you didn't see the the big sideline plays with him that much. You didn't see him going over the top that much. He he was running five yard five yards and just just catching it right there. That's it. And I have no issue with that because if you can gain his build up his confidence just as a possession receiver, I think that is going to help him further down the line. And then we can release him a little bit and allow him to be a little more explosive if he has shown that he has put in the work to get that separation, which we didn't see a lot of last year. And, you know, Baker had to use Dodman as a number one receiver last year. And that was, that obviously didn't work. Um, uh, it's, it is going to take some time for him to, to get his confidence back a little bit and and allow him to be explosive again. And we look at the defense. Uh, we lose Anthony Walker, unfortunately. That was That is going to be a huge blow going down the line, but it is now time for Jacob Phillips to step up. Uh, Sione Takitaki might get a little more playing time, and we need those guys to, to really lock it in because losing Walker is going to be huge for – we talk about miscommunication. He was – a big part of those guys getting set and and calling the plays and all that. And I know he did a little bit of that last year and then we saw what happened, but now you give that responsibility to John Johnson and make sure that he can keep those guys in check because there is a lot of young guys that he has to control out there. And if we keep having these miscommunications down the line, that's not going to bode well for us um, as we try to compete for and, a playoff spot in this AFC that this man the AFC this year has not looked like we expected the Chargers kind of look a little flat Raiders are 0-3 Jaguars are winning the South right now I don't know what's going on but once you look at the teams like the Bills the Dolphins that those are the scary matchups and if we have miscommunications against that team it's it's not going to be nice for us now, now, granted, Anthony Walker is, is is a huge loss because, like you said, he's a leader. He did all the the, the play calling for our defense, and and he was a voice as a as a veteran for these guys to try to keep them 
in line, get them lined up, get, keep them in place in, 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 in the moment. I, I believe Jacob Phillips came in last week and had a great game. I think he played well in, in that role. I mean, when he was, when they drafted him, they, they drafted him thinking he was going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. when he first when he first got it so they know he has that ability he'll probably have the green dot on his helmet so he can blink calls so he can get the signals and so this this guy was drafted to be in this position now he's getting that opportunity to be that guy and he showed when he came in against Pittsburgh that he could be that guy because he made a lot of a lot of good plays now he just has to keep that going and and, and be that voice that can get these guys lined up he's young but so what if he knows what he's doing people will listen people people will get listen to him when he says get here we're doing this we're doing this and and that's fine and it's fine just go out there and 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 lead by example you don't have to be the the guy with a big voice if you go out there and lead by example and and, and make good plays guys will listen to you and, and follow you and i think that's uh he has that ability to do that i mean we have like you said taki taki come in you he, he make primarily a, been a special teams player, but he, he he has made plays in time when he was in the game. And so he has the ability, if he, he gets in the game, to uh, go in there and, and, and do the same and, and make some plays and, 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 and make these coaches want to play you again, right? Make, these, make them want to play you on defense and not just special teams because ultimately when, you, when you're drafted, when, you, when you're on a team, you want to be a player. You don't want to be considered just a special teams player. And so these guys are getting this opportunity to go out there and, 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 and get their chance to shine. And I, and I hope they do it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the defensive backfield and they, they, they play okay. I mean, I don't think, I don't think Pittsburgh was like, we're really going to try to throw the ball a lot with, with Mitchell Trubisky. But there were some times where I thought there was some breakdown still. And I think I think there was some uh, miscommunication, and I don't know what's going on, but it's, it's, it's different when you come against that gauntlet of teams. When they're going to be throwing the rock, we got to be in sync. Everybody has to know what's going on, and so I'm not saying uh, Atlanta is a game where we use like a preseason game, but I, I, I look at it as this long week gives you an opportunity to get better, to, to, to go back and review things that you were messing up on and, and look at things that you can get better on, get, get better with moving forward. And so we can do that. We have Atlanta in Atlanta this week. Um, they, just, they just beat the Seahawks this past week, a game they easily could have lost. And so it's, it's, it's very much a winnable game for us, especially if the defense goes out there and take, takes care of business. Yep. And I, I do think the secondary did look a little lost at times. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Denzel this year, but I have not seen a lot of, I, I don't know. He doesn't seem to be like fighting. You know what I mean? He's, he does seem to get lost a little bit. He's not like as touchy as he was last year. He's not in guys' grills all the time. He's just kind of, He's sitting back a little bit. And I know there is a big, uh, with the scheme, there's there's something going on there. 
maybe he's telling them to play off like some Greg Williams coverage or something, but um, it, it's, it doesn't look like the Denzel that we know. And that leaves Newsom and Martin Emerson to, to step up in a big way, which they are definitely capable of doing, but we can't rely on a second year and a first year player to, to lead this, the secondary group. And, you know, John Johnson seems to be, the guy who's trying to keep them anchored, which he definitely should be. And he is holding them accountable. And I don't see Denzel doing a lot of that. It's just, oh, I blew this. We're going to move on this time. And who knows, maybe their player only meeting was addressing a lot of the corners and being like, yo, you need to, you need to start doing this. We need to go do this. Denzel, we need you to step up and, and communicate to your guys that this is what they need to be doing because he definitely should be the leader in that secondary group. <clears throat> and the fact that there is, he's giving up a lot of these first downs in the Jets game. There were two first downs in the fourth quarter, crucial minutes in the fourth quarter that he gave up just because he, he missed a tackle. He read a tackle wrong and he just allowed the uh, Michael Carter actually to, to just get around him a little bit. And that was definitely costly. So he is going to have to step up in these next couple games to really show that he can be a leader and the, the, the younger guys can be like, Oh, okay, this is what we need to do because Denzel showed us what to do and they need to watch his tape and, and do what he does. Right. And I, and I look at him and I, and I, and I think, especially when you get that number 21 on, I think if you're going to be the guy, you need to be the guy. Of course. You can't just walk around like you're the guy. You got to be the guy on the field. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it just seems like sometimes he's not all in it, right? And and and, and that's tough. I mean, it's, it's – and once again, it could be scheme because, I mean, you know, Denzel is one of those guys who who likes to play man-to-man and, and, and likes to get up in a guy's face. But you can't do that all game, right? Because then if, if he plays man-to-man for the most part, that means everyone else has to also mm-hmm. for the most part, right? Not all the time, but for the most part. And so – it makes it hard for you to do that because now you're putting a lot of pressure and stress on other guys if that's how you play. And so we, 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 we just have to figure it out. We have to figure it out. We have to get guys fully engaged, you know, mentally and physically, because that's, that's what it seems like when in the, in these games, when we're, we're winning and teams start coming back, it seems like it's not that the team is just all of a sudden turn the switch on. It's like, we turned it off. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's and that's the problem I have with this team. It's like sometimes I just don't see enough fight in them. Right. I, I, I'm, and and it's, it's, this is bad as it sounds. I think they're just they're just like our coach. You know, mild manner, cool dude, good coach, but mild manner. Just, you know, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, you know, you know, I'm just saying. You want to? You're laughing, but I'm serious. You know, hey, what's up, guys? What you, how you feeling today? You want to play some football? No, we don't want that. You're not getting that from Bill Belichick. You're mm-hmm. not getting that from Mike Tomlin. You're not getting that from Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. You're not getting that in New York anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that and that's why they came in here fighting because mm. you're not getting that in there. And and I think a lot of time because and, and and it's it just happens that way. That you don't see it, 
so you don't show it. Mm-hmm. You don't see the fight, so you don't show it. And it's not that there's not fight, it's just people people don't get to see it. You don't see your intensity. Football is an intense sport. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to talk about it, but you just have to be about it. And and that's and that's and that's what a lot of people don't understand. As they say, oh well, he doesn't talk. Nick Chubb doesn't talk. That's fine. But watch how he plays. Mm-hmm. You can see the intensity in that play. There's guys who talk and, and play hard. There's guys who don't talk and don't play hard. Mm-hmm. Guys who talk a lot and don't play hard. We want the guy, if you're not going to talk, still play hard. We just want you to play hard all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't want people out there looking lost. Even if it's a blown coverage, I need it to be full speed. Yep. Make mistakes full speed. Because that still gives you a chance. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see what happens with our defense. They might blow a coverage, guy run up the scene, nobody even chases. Oh, I thought he was going to get him. Oh, I thought he was going to get him. Well, if everybody thinks he was going to get him, nobody's getting him. Go out there, play hard, make a mistake, because everyone does, but make it full speed. And you talk about what what they see uh, with with Stefanski and his mild mannered, mild mannered stuff. I I watched Hard Knocks over uh, over training camp and Dan Campbell is obviously a fiery guy. The the offensive coordinators are fiery guys. The running back coaches are fiery guys. The The defensive coordinators are fiery guys. And you saw them clashing heads. The coaches are clashing heads. And the players feed off of that energy. They love that stuff. You got to treat every game like it's, you know, you're fighting. And in one of the practices, they allowed the players to coach themselves. Dan Campbell was, was spectating them and watched what they did. That's it. And they were feeding off of the energy that the coaches are giving when the coaches are out there. And then you see what they're doing this year. Are they what two and one? Or are they one and two? They're one and two, I believe. But they're okay. they're losing by one score. Yeah. Every yep. They're very competitive and they're fiery and they are they try to fight back every single time and they just fall short. But if you are not relaying a physical message to your players, they are not going to play physically. And after the Jets game, I think I don't know what happened in the locker room after the Jets game. And I don't want to speculate, but if I'm Stefanski, I'm I'm gonna yell a little bit. I'm gonna get angry. You gotta get them angry, and you gotta get them uh, fired up. So if they went into that their players only meeting and was like, "Okay, guys, we have to hype ourselves up because we are playing too dormant." Well, I feel like you, there's an issue there. If your coaches are not relaying physicality, how are you going to play physically? And you said there is a lot of players who are just throwing their hands up in the air, like, oh, I thought you had him. And then we go into these post-game or these press conferences and they're like, oh, well, I didn't have that coverage or I'm not going to play the blame game or just that type of stuff. It's, it's kind of unacceptable. So I, I said in one of my Instagram posts, we cannot, our defense cannot play like this going forward if we are going to have a chance to compete. And people are like, well, we played good in the second half. Well, yeah, but we have to play like that all the time or else we are not going to be able to keep up to our standards. And 
we lost to Davion Clowney for that game. He was out with his ankle injury. You you put in Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas. They still have some work to do because they weren't they weren't in there all the time. But obviously they're learning. Alex Wright was in there a couple of times, uh, just a little bit after Miles Garrett when Miles would get in the backfield. But we, we got to see some more stuff out of those rookies. And you know you you look at Clowney and if he has an injury, he's going to be out for two weeks, three weeks. So it is going to be very crucial that those guys step up and and play with intensity. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about the lack of intensity when they're going out there, but they're still playing good football. They're still two and one with a long season to get better. So I feel good about this team and where they can go. Um, don't know if Miles will play this week. Don't know if Jadavion will play this week, but Moving forward, this defense can be, can be real good, especially if everyone's on the field. I mean, you know, this, uh, this opportunity is for everybody, like I said, to get better. I want the, I'm hoping the offense gets better. I'm really hoping the special teams get better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we missed another extra point. We, 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 we missed the onside kick. Mm-hmm. We can't keep doing this. We can't keep doing this. And so we got to get better in special teams. I mean, uh, we, we, we caught the ball as a punt returner. But one time we should have fair cut in the fourth quarter. Especially up, up by a few points and, and they're kicking into our, our territory. We, 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 we got a fair catch. We got to just play smart. All right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get better in, in, in that phase of the game because we – if you're trying to do something big with it in, in a season, you need all three phases. And and sometimes offense plays, sometimes defense plays, and maybe sometimes special teams plays. <laughs> but but we need it all, especially with this with these games coming up, especially, you know, a lot of these conference games, a lot of these teams that are predicted to go to the playoffs. You know, because they're gonna come in slinging the ball over the field. We we have to be up. Uh, firing on all cylinders and I'm, I'm looking forward to it I'm like I said I feel good about this team and what could happen I, I predicted four and oh I mean I predicted three and one through through the fourth quarter but I wanted four and oh we can still go through and one and I and just looking at this schedule I think it's favorable if we go out there and do what we're supposed to do you know if we play like we're supposed to play if we don't if we play mistake-free football we have a, a very good opportunity to be seven and four, eight and three, maybe. <laughs> maybe we have a very good opportunity. I'm looking at this because I'm looking at injuries that these teams are suffering, mm-hmm. right? And so, I mean, we we we've had Anthony Walker's our our big one right now. I mean, and and got a couple guys have missed games, but we haven't had the the big one like some of these teams have, like the Chargers have, three and four people, right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of teams that are getting, that been stricken with the injury bug already. We haven't had that yet. So we, we gotta take advantage of these opportunities and, and just, and I, and I hate that I always say, but I have to keep saying it, just get better. Each practice, each day, each week, each game, get better. If you do that with this roster, 
we got a chance. 100%. Patriots lose Mac Jones with a very bad high ankle sprain. So it will be a Brian Hoyer revenge game week five against the Patriots. Chargers, uh, Justin Herbert's banged up. He did not look himself uh, against the Jaguars. They ended up losing that game. They lose Rashad and Slater. That's a huge loss for them. So Bosa. Yep. Keenan Allen's already out. Yep. And Keenan Allen likes to take his time with his recovery. So I don't want to say we have to capitalize on other teams' downfalls, but this is the time where we have to play, play our hearts out and set up a, a good position for I don't want to look too far into the future, but when Deshaun comes back, we have to give him a, a good cushion to go out there and play. Yeah, I, I mean, things happen in the NFL. Simple as that. Injuries happen to, to every team. Something's going to happen to someone else in the Browns team. We know that. We hope it doesn't, but something will probably happen. You, the, the, you just have to take care of your business when you have those opportunities. All you can do is play your schedule, right? So we have the Atlanta Falcons this week who – Seattle was running the football all over. So I think we can do that. We have them this week, which is a very winnable game. You know, Marcus Mariota, just make him run around a little bit, get to him. It'll get shaken up. So we we, we can win this game. We can put ourselves in a great position if we go take care of our business. But it's, it's, it's games like this, games like what we thought the, Jan, the, the Jets game would be, that people seem to overlook. And, and that's what we can do because we're a good football team, but we're not good enough to do that. And so we have to treat this game as it is the most important game on the schedule because it's the next one. Yep. That's going to be our, our motto for this podcast. I think just throughout <laughs> the season get, and get better each and every week. Uh, Jacoby has a swagger right now. Everybody has their swagger right now. So this will be a crucial game. Morale needs to be high. We need to go into this and, and come out with a win. You know what I, you know what I think? And, I, and that's why I say I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was the Jets game. They gave them the opportunity to have that the team only meeting because it refocused. Because if we go into the Pittsburgh game 2-0 and then Pittsburgh beats us because we're riding high, it's a different, it's a different feeling this week. Mm-hmm. It's a different feeling in the locker room, in the organization, in with the fans. And so I'm, I'm, I'm I can't say I'm glad, but everything happens for a reason. So now everybody knows the task at hand, and everybody can focus on it. Yep, I can't wait. Uh, hopefully, we come out with another win this week. You go to the char- uh, uh, Patriots, get a win there. Chargers there, and we keep on moving, keep on trucking, and man, just just bounce back. We got this. We got this. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E 
AV on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.